Hi there, my name's Ross Crawford and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. This week, we've delighted to welcome Theo Elinas from, well, it's the Golden Carp Chippy, isn't it? That's right. And the, the and the Winyates Chippy. That's it. Theo, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. I, I mean, you've won countless awards, haven't you? And now you're up for... Let me see. It's the Midland Chippy of the Year, aren't you? Well, no, it's it's the UK National Fish and Chip Shop of the Year Award. Um, but the thing is, uh, what we've done, we've just uh, we've just got into the top six in our region. There's ten regions in the competition. Uh, this is the fourth time in a row we've done that, uh, and it's and basically it's a top six fight it out who's the best top two. And last year, 2018. The top two shops were Golden Carp and Win Edge Chippy, and that's sort of never happened for you know for the same person before. So again, you know, it's it's a fantastic achievement because, uh, it, like I said, it's teamwork. It is really hard teamwork and dedication, and you've got to really enjoy your job. It's not just about throwing a bucket of chips in. It's a bit more to it than that. My goodness. So so. Redditch is the epicentre of fish and chips in the in the UK. Is that is that what we're saying here? Well, well, look, it's we just do what we do, and um, it didn't really matter where it was. But um, because I've been in Redditch most of my life anyway, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that. But um, but obviously, there's other good shops around as well in the West Midlands, and it's really people in the last couple of years have uh, have really. I don't know what's happened. People are sort of uh, up up in their game now, uh, so there is a lot of competition. A lot of you know some good shops out there, and it's not just judged on the on the chips and the fish, is it? <clears throat> no, no, no. It's it's uh, you get a mystery judge. Uh, basically, they'll come and obviously they'll they'll test you on the phone call, customer service on the on the phone. They'll come in and uh, they'll see how the shop's laid out, the presentation of the shop. Staff are dressed up, they've got their names on, and and also they're going to be asking questions for the staff, like, for example, where do you source your fish? You know, what type of potatoes you're frying today? Uh, you know, your frying medium, things like that. So, you know, I, I do implement a staff development training, you know. Uh, so, so staff are not sort of caught off guard, so they know what they're talking about, basically, for the customer. Right, and... The, you know the beneficiaries of all this are, are the people of Redditch, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, we're really passionate what we do. I mean, uh, we enjoy it. We we love the interaction with people, our customers, and um, you know, it's it, it's basically look, uh, I'm nothing really without customers. You know, it's as simple as that. And and tell me, how, how many how many potatoes do you get through in a day? Oh my gosh, oh, a couple of quite a few bags, but. Um, but it just varies. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, in the last uh, two, three months, you know, you know, uh, the weather and things like that, it does sort of uh, changes people's uh, 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 takeaway tastes and things mm. like that. I mean, it's it just varies at the moment. But at the moment, yes, it's, it's quite steady now. It's it's quite quite strong. So it, it's good, good for everybody at the moment. Yeah, and, and who's the poor sod that's got to peel all these potatoes? Or do you, well, we've got a machine. Yeah, yeah, we've got um, some dedicated potato lads. Uh, obviously, my son Michael, he, he he does the potatoes, and it's not a straightforward process. It's uh, you know, like I says, there's there is an art form to it. It's not just throwing them in the rumbler. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and tell me, what's the what's the secret then of a good chip? Okay. Um, 
Well, whatever we do, we always source high-quality products. It's as simple as that. At the moment, fish, we're paying through the nose. It's like worth its weight in gold at the moment. It is really, really expensive. So, uh, obviously, uh, proper preparation uh, and uh, cooking, of course. It's it's not just about throwing a bucket of chips in or anything like that. You know, I mean, look, I'm not going to... There is an art to it, I suppose. No, no trade secrets coming no, out No, you know, th- there's a way of doing everything. Everybody does their own thing. We just do what we do and uh, we, we, you know, got a, a, place, a system in place and we just get on with it. You know, that's it, really. And... Uh, and th- Secret batter recipe for the fish? Is um, secret batter, not really. Again, you've you got to beat it right. I, the one thing I'd say, um, we do put our water in the fridge. Uh, it's got to be uh, no, no more than uh, plus four uh, when we take the temperature before we make the batter. That, that's a bit of a bit of a secret for you. <laughs> well, well I, hope, I hope everyone's <laughs> noting that down when they, they come to batter their, their fish. And... I mean, obviously, I, I've been to your, your chip shop. I, I think they're fabulous chips, Thank fabulous you. fish. And it's not just cod you do either. No, no, we do. Um, at, the, at the moment, there's a big thing because, obviously, we're MSC accredited. So, what, what's MSC? Uh, Marine Stewardship Council. To, to be this, you've, to be accredited like this, is uh, you've got to be inspected by a proper uh, MSC officer. Or, and um, it's a, it basically, to put it all in a nutshell, all these supplies, that means even the fishermen, everything's responsibly sourced, uh, responsibly uh, fished and everything. Also, they have great consideration for the marine life as well. So we're thinking, uh, we're thinking about the future. So at the moment now, uh, we do use Haddock Place. Uh, we're thinking of, we did do Hake and also sea bass. So... Um, the, the industry now, the sea fish industry, they're encouraging a lot of the people in this in, in the fish and chip industry to sort of diversify, try and sell, put forward other types of species for for the customers, because obviously we want to conserve the cod stocks. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment, uh, cod stocks at the moment, have, the, the, the fishermen have actually used all their quotas, and they're saying uh, we have to wait till September because at the moment we're paying really expensive uh, for, for cod at the moment now. Yeah, well, well, personally, I'm a great lover of hake, and I know huge amounts of hake. We sell them to Spain. The Spanish exactly. you know, love hake. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I go into, into a supermarket, and, and hake is cheaper than cod. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, it's treated like, like gold overseas. Yeah. The thing is, we're, we are, we're, in England, we're, we are so set in our ways. I mean, uh, in the no, uh, no Midlands, West Midlands area, it's mainly cod. You start going up, up further up north, they 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 eat more haddock than cod, and, and again, and in the the south in in London, it's a mixture of everything there. I mean, you can get, you can even get shops where they're selling uh, you know eels and things like this. I mean, I'm even contemplating. I've all actually done some more. <coughs> excuse me, ordered uh, some fresh king prawns. I'm going to be starting putting that on the wow. menu. So I'm going to be doing like a. I don't know, call it a, an ocean basket, which is a combination of squid, king prawns, and a little fish cod. Goujons, so yeah, you know, it's just good. give a bit of variety for customers. Which and again, um, people don't really uh, know that cod. If you think about it, you can't get any more healthy than cod. Uh, it's just just it's, it's so good for you in every in every single way. That's why hence it's so expensive. 
Yeah, and uh, as you say, it's an endangered species as well, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's uh, well, they're trying to replenish the stocks, but at the moment now, we're um, we're waiting for quotas now from the industry. Um, they're saying they've used all their quotas now. We're going to have to wait till September. So I don't know. They're they're talking about um, maybe introducing, like you just mentioned, Ross is uh, hake. But we've got to push that forward to customers, and people are so set in their ways. It's very, very hard. Unless there was uh, no cod at all, and all there was just haddock and hake, then people, you know, they'll, they'll, it'll take a time. But the, people have to, that's what they'll have to eat, I'm afraid. And, and, but the thing is, at the moment now, I like cod, I like, I like all types of fish. Mm. Um, again, you know, we're just, uh, we're at the mercy of the, the industry at the moment. So we're just trying our best with what we've got now. Yeah, it, it's strange you, you should say about you know endangered species and and, and fish etc. Because I was I was up in Scotland. I was I was at my my ancestral homeland uh, uh, last weekend. Yeah, and you know the trawlers are coming in and they're loaded down with shellfish. Yeah, but it's all for export. Exactly, none of it's being used here. No, no. I, I mean they're saying they get better. They're getting better uh, prices abroad. Um, mm. So you know. It, it, Look, it's it's about business at the end of the day. I mean, we're we're trying to sort of uh, do things on, on on a give great value for money. That's what we're trying to do as well for our customers. So it's hard. The, the last two three months, I've been absorbing a lot of the costs because uh, I mean, there was a time for 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 a week, my supplier would not sell me fresh cob because it was just too expensive. It was just ridiculous for per stone. So in the end, I had to use fresh frozen fish for that week. It's not what I, I like to use, but, you know, it, it was okay. But, um, you know, so hence why there's a lot of things going on, you know, behind the scenes or people don't realise. I mean, the potatoes at the moment, they've settled down a bit now. Um, but again, I'm on a contract price, so I'm paying maybe a little bit more than the market value. But, you know, at least I know what I'm paying. Mm-hmm. Whereas last year I was paying a market price and the potatoes are really sky high. So... Each year, you sort of uh, it swings and roundabouts. You so basically, you're paying the same anyway, yeah. year on. Yeah, it it just goes to show there's more to fish and chips than meets the eye. Of course, yeah. It's um, that's why it's so important. You know what we do. We're really passionate what we do to the customers, and I, I, I like to think that people can see this and they 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 notice it when they come into the shop. So well, and, and they taste the difference and appreciate what you're doing. Yep, I'll bring you some later. Yes. <laughs> Right, obviously, Theo, you've also got a business in Wynyate and you've got the Matchborough Golden Carp, and there you're a businessman, and there are redevelopment plans for both centres, aren't there? Yeah, um, we're still we're still in the dark, really. I mean, there was a meeting, I think, three four weeks ago, um, where the the Redditch chairman came, Mr. Dorman, lovely guy, and uh, obviously some members of the council, but. Uh, and also especially from the planning de- uh, department, the head of planning, uh, Ruth Bromford, I think. Ruth Bamford. Uh, Bamford, is. is it? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, we couldn't really shine any light on it. There was no definite plans. I mean, it's a lot of hearsay at the moment. So there's nothing definite, which, again, you know, it's it's a very mixed... It's more, people are really more... They, for Wynyates, uh, I think it makes sense because, obviously, there's a lot of flats above there. It makes sense to maybe uh, refurbish that. Do a revamp. Yeah. Uh, regarding the centre, Matchborough, again, they're talking about sort of redeveloping, well, rebuilding a new centre next to it. Uh, and obviously, um, because I think they got a, the council got a target of 300 houses or something like that. 
but you've got to be realistic. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you, you know, you've got commercial tenants in Matchbar and Winyates. Now, when they're talking about knocking them both down and building one, well, you've got to think about there's, I mean, including the uh, the, the doctors in uh, Winyates, you're talking uh, 70 plus jobs there, maybe even more actually, if, I, if, if to be accurate. And uh, it's about 60, maybe 60 jobs in match percenter. So if you're trying to take with one hand and then, you know, give with the other, I mean, it, 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 they're concerned about housing. So if you're going to want to house another 30, 40 families, but at the same time at the expense of, uh, uh, you know, people, 78 People's people, jobs, jobs losing, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. So I think uh, people put forward their views, uh, maybe refurbish Winyates. If, I mean, uh, maybe uh, rebuild Match Center, and obviously it'll give them the, they're still, they were, they were talking about certain areas where they, I can't, obviously it's a bit difficult explaining on the, on the, uh, on the radio. Um, the, the, they pinpointed some areas where they will get their housing, their 300 housings, houses, which again, uh, again, are, I'm very, as long as it's it's houses for, for, for our local people, that's where I'm very, very strongly, you know, for. You know, I, I don't really, I can't, it, it's a bit, it's a bit contradicting if you're building houses for, for not the locals. This is what I, I, I really don't, I can't, I can't really grasp really. And, and I suppose the great thing about revamping Winyates and uh, and say rebuilding Matchbrook mm. is that we keep two chippies, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, at the end of the day, they're two separate areas. Yeah. Uh, if you if you obviously you, you know Redditch Ross. I mean, um, every centre's got or every little estate has got its own shop or mm. shops or parade of shops. So I mean, the thing is, uh, I've been well, family been there, Matchbrook Centre about forty five years. I've been there so many but I took it over in uh, 2015 uh, and Winyards have been there about 26 years 25 26 years now they're totally two separate centers um, you know we get a mixture of customers but it's totally separate people all together uh, and it's great because I'm one one week I'm working at one I'm working at the other it's great interacting with people because I've known these people for many many years and uh, you know again Building one centre away, you got to consider the the local uh, the, the the elderly, you know, because at the moment it's very convenient for they can just walk to the centre, go to the chemist or whatever they need to do, go shop at the supermarkets, fish and chip shop, at both centres. Now building one further away, which where they were t- talking about, I don't think it just makes I don't think it makes any sense. You're not really helping the community. Um, I think refurb Winyates. Maybe rebuild Matchbra, uh, hence it'll give it more of a vibrant as well. Because uh, you know I, I spent a lot of money on my my, my shop, <laughs> a lot of money, yeah, because I'm trying to encourage people to come to centres, yeah. and that's what you know that's what I do, uh, and, and, and through the shops as well. There's other shops as well that do that, but you know you got to council have got to take consideration of all these. Yeah. To, to be fair to the council, I think they you know the indication is they're going to keep the two separate centers aren't yeah they? and uh and, well, it's and not I, definite though no no every, like you say everything is still you know, up in the air there yeah isn't it? yeah it's yeah. it's not definite yeah. theo that's great thanks for coming in and uh telling us all about the fish and chip industry really about cod stocks and about all right. secret batter don't forget the batter recipe anytime ross that's great and i know you're going to stick around to discuss a just a few news items. Yeah. But before that, we're going to 
go across to Claire, who's got all our entertainments for this weekend. And I'm sure the bandstand event that's coming up, isn't it, this weekend? And I'm sure that will feature. Over to you, Claire. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Guide. Thanks, Ross. Yes, we've got some really fun things to look forward to this weekend in the Redditch area. Starting off on Friday, the 9th of August, that's Paper Day, the day your standard is delivered. If you're looking for something fun to do on Friday night, I feel the most exciting thing to do is to go to the outdoor cinema screening at Cofton Court near Ulster. They're showing Bohemian Rhapsody, 7pm, doors open, film starts at 9.05pm. It's a spectacular venue, a spectacular film. I feel like Queen in a very regal setting, in fact. It's going to be amazing. I can't think of a better Friday night. Get yourself there, take a blanket to sit on or some deck chairs and a picnic and we'll see you there. Then on Saturday, the 10th of August, Upton Warren Sailing Club are inviting you to come and try sailing for absolutely free of charge. 12 noon until 5pm. It's at the Aztec Adventure Centre in Upton Warren. B617ER is the postcode for your sat-nav. It's opposite Webb's Garden Centre. If you know Webb's, of course you do. Everyone knows Webb's. And again, I'll stress, it's for free if you say you heard about it on this podcast or saw it in this week's paper. Take the kids and have a fun afternoon sailing. Ahoy! Also on Saturday, it's the Bladder Cancer Ride 2019 with the Redditch Charity Bikers. This ride is in aid of bladder cancer, £5 per person. Arrive at 10am at B987RS, leaving for Raphael's in Evesham at 11, then back to the South Redditch Social Club for 2pm. There are great group of biker guys and girls and a lovely biking organisation to be a part of. They certainly have a lot of fun and do a lot of really good things and charity events as well. So do get involved with them. I couldn't recommend them more. And it doesn't stop there on Saturday. It's a busy old weekend this weekend. It's also the Brummy Blade Bash 2019 happening at the Redditch Skate Park, the Redditch BMX Park, that is, B98ODD, if you don't know where it is. Competition is the same format as last year with a girls' audition thing, a junior thing, and open categories as well. To skate the park, it's going to be £10 on the door, then £5 of that will go to the skate park, and £5 will go to the prize pot for the winners. So if you're a skater dude or dudette, get yourself over there for a really fun day on Saturday. And if you're any good, compete why don't you we may just be featuring you if you win in next week's paper as well also on saturday there is a thank you tea party happening at st nicholas church in ulster they've asked me to tell you about 3 p.m start there this is a thank you for all the funds raised through their recent um appeals they've got all the money now the renovations have either happened or are happening they're really thankful so they just want you to pop along and have a cup of tea and a piece of cake with them 3 p.m in ulster it's also the fabulous Redditch bandstand event again on Saturday. This is hashtag active Redditch at the bandstand on the church green B98 8BP just outside our office. In fact, you can enjoy sports, dance, fun and games for all the family, including Zumba and boxer size. It's all going to be kicking off there from noon until 4pm and it's absolutely free. 
Then in the evening, you need to head on over to the totally dynamite 70s disco happening at the Oust House in Redditch. The OustHouseRedditch.co.uk is the website. It's a brilliant venue, brilliant atmosphere. And hello, 70s, you can't be a bit of 70s on a Saturday night. It's going to be super fun. Moving on to Sunday, the 11th of August. Remember, it's the Studley car boot sale. B96 6ER is the postcode. Gates open there at 6am. Studleycarbootsale.co.uk for all the details there. Also, there's a Redditch Krista Delphinians talk happening on Sunday at 303A Birchfield Road in Webb Heath. This is a talk about the first century beliefs are our beliefs, apparently. 6pm. If you want more details, they're a great group of people. Redditch-KristaDelphinians.org.uk. Do get involved with them. And then what better way to end the weekend than with Alan's Charity Quiz Night happening at the Bell Inn in Aswabank. 9pm start. Every Sunday night, it's always a fabulous way to end the weekend and a fabulous night. Well done, Alan. We love you nice. And that concludes my favourite things to do this weekend. Hope to see you at all of them. Have a lovely week. And back to you in the studio, Ross. You're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hey, that's great, Claire. Thank you very much for... Uh, telling us what's going on this weekend in Redditch. Uh, we're back with Theo. Hi, there's Theo. Hi. Hello again. And uh, just, a, just a few news items to talk about. Um, I don't know if anyone's aware, but uh, um, Matthew Hopkins, who's the chief executive of <coughs> Worcestershire Acute Hospital's NHS Trust, he himself became a patient of the NHS uh, last month when he had his second kidney transplant. Um, so, first of all, we want to wish uh, Matthew of course. You know, speedy recovery. Um, and also, I mean, Matthew, I mean, he highlights the need for um, more organ donors. Um, and especially with the law changing, the law's changing uh, next year in the spring, where there's going to be a presumption of, uh, yes, I want to donate to try and, you know, help people who are waiting on the donor register. Um, but uh, first of all, you've got to tell your family because the family right. will still have the final say if anything happens to you. And uh, you mentioned earlier that you're a blood donor, Theo. Yeah, I've done it, but I haven't done it in the last year, though. I do, I've done it here at the uh, school by, is it the the school over there? The, um, I, oh, I forgot what it's called, Bradley Moore, is it? Bradley Moore, yeah. Is it Bradley Moore? Well, no, 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 sorry, Trinity. Trinity, Trinity yeah, there, yeah, yes. sorry, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. been there for quite a few times. But yeah, no, no, I, I'm, um, no, I, I'm very strong with about this, Donor. I don't carry a donor car, but I, I've already explained to my family that if anything did happen to me, I'm quite happy for them to take my uh, my you know lungs, heart, and all that stuff. You know, I, I don't mind. But there, there's a little condition though. You know, um, I, I've got to know that it's going to go. If it's going to go to a child, fair enough, not no issues. But if it's going to go to somebody who's not really, uh, how can I say? I, I, I guess it's I guess it's uh, say a liver going to you know an alcoholic maybe something like that. Yeah, I'm a very yeah. I don't I, no. I'd rather go to somebody maybe something they they were born they've had some problem which is not their fault. It's just fate. Then obviously I'm, I'm quite happy to for them to go to to people like that. I, I mean I, I know it's um, I, I might get a bit of a kickback on this, but 
that's what I'm quite happy to give. But I, I like to know that I've told my family it's got to go to certain people. If it's going to go to children, no questions asked, not a problem. But obviously, to go to the right people, I can't just give to somebody who's basically don't really, you know, not really uh, respect life or them or whatever they they do in their lives. You know, no, I can't do that. Yeah, speaking personally, I mean, they can have whatever they want, <coughs> and I, I don't really care where it goes as yeah. long as it helps somebody. And, yeah. Uh, you know, on the National Register at the moment, um, there are more than 6,000 people waiting for an organ transplant of some sort. Yeah. And of those, 4,877 are waiting for a kidney. Yeah, that's not and good. No, it's not good. And you don't have to die to donate a kidney. No. I, I think they, they do a matching uh, yeah. um, system. And I've, I've got a donor card. I th- have you got a donor card, Claire? Claire's shaking her head. Claire, you ought to get yourself a donor card. And uh, they can match people up, yeah. and and hopefully, you know, you can you can help save somebody's life. That's great. Moving on, staying on the on the health service, we'll all have heard that uh, uh, new prime minister Boris Johnson has been handing out the money. I think it's one point eight billion pounds or something uh, for uh, uh, to the health service. Eight hundred and fifty million of which uh, has gone to twenty hospitals, I believe. And uh, our local MP, Rachel McLean, she made a she made a uh, a pitch in Parliament and full marks to her for sticking her head above the parapet and saying to Boris, um, "Don't forget the Alex and don't forget Worcestershire Royal." Um, unfortunately, um, they weren't in the top twenty that uh, that Mr. Johnson had drawn up. But I had a word with uh, I was chatting to her yesterday, and Mrs. McLean said that's largely because those hospitals that got the money. They already had building programs in the works. And at the moment, Worcestershire Acute, they haven't actually got their sort of programs set out. But there should be money in the pipeline, which will be available for the uh, for the health authority to, to go for. Maybe and they need the money to start the programs. Well, that, that, that's, probably tr- that's probably right. You know, yeah. you've got to look at it. At the end of the day, a hospital is a hospital. Uh, you know, again... <laughs> Look, uh, Boris Johnson, he, he should really focus here on, I mean, hospitals are hospital. It doesn't matter where it is. You've got to support it in, in every way. Not, uh, and as you know, um, Britain, they, they give money out to various countries throughout the world. We're talking millions and millions. You know, we should really be focusing on us, you know, the locals, Britain. Uh, again, with Brexit, you know, the whole idea of Brexit is becoming, getting our identity back. You know, we should be focusing on us. That's what I believe, anyway. So, why we missed out, I, I, I've no idea, no idea. But they, you know, but again, programs. We haven't got a program in place, but they should have. Maybe they need the money to start the program, and I'm sure they would have, uh, you know, maybe got something from from the government. Yeah, and I, I also just on Worcestershire Acute. I mean, th- they have had some difficult times, you know, both financially and. Uh, and with the, the Care Quality Commission, perhaps they just want to get their own house in order before they start moving on. Maybe, maybe right. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I I don't know who's. I don't know if you know Ross, who the uh, people there. I mean, who are the directors there at the hospital? I have no idea. I I just we're just locals. We anything to do with the hospital, we try and support things. You know, I mean, whatever we need, whatever we need to sign petitions, things. We're always there. You know, myself and many many other customers as well in the shop. So. You know, it's it's a very it's a, it's a tough one, really. Yeah, and we all want the very best for the local hospitals. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially when it's on your doorstep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Mrs. McLean, she's in there, and she's uh, she's fighting to get some money, and and hopefully we will get some. 
And finally, just to, just to wrap up, there was a, uh, an accident on the A435 yesterday at Mapleborough Green, 6 o'clock in the morning, taxi and a car collide. Right. And uh, residents <coughs> in, in that area and obviously in Studley, further down, and Winyates Green, etc., they're all getting just a little bit concerned about the uh, Redditch Eastern Gateway development um, and the amount of traffic that that is likely to throw on the roads. And I was at a Studley Parish Council meeting for my considerable sins last night, and uh, uh, one of the parish councillors was saying, we should start taking numbers down of juggernauts that are using the Eastern Gateway. Right. um, And who are... They're meant to go around the Redditch road system. They're meant to either go up the A435 to Junction 3 of the M42 Mm -hmm. um, or use the Redditch road system up Rough Hill Drive and then down the slough yeah. um, to avoid going down the A435. And I know, Theo, you were saying, why didn't they build this distribution centre by Junction 3? Yeah, it just makes more sense because it's just literally next to the motorway, isn't it? I mean, uh, why use all that? I don't know if it's classed as a green belt. Why? It was green belt. Land, oh, it yes. was? Yeah, but they took it out. You joke. Well, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's other... If you go... Towards the uh, the motorway, the M42, you can see plots of land. Just it's been bare for, for, for many many years. I'm sure they could have done something there with it. Um, I don't understand why they decided to uh, to build this distribution centre next to the uh, it's next to the Moon Moat. Opposite Moat, yeah, yeah, it's by Moon Moat. Doesn't make any sense, A435. really. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it makes any sense to, to local people who are going to have all the traffic as, uh, as yeah. well. And, and you're saying about the, uh, by the map of Ura Green, they should, because the roads are very, very narrow there. They are very narrow. Um, the thing is there, I think they should have some more speed, maybe, not, not speed cameras, but sort of uh, these locators what tells you to slow down or, you know, keep to a certain speed. Because, you know, you don't want to, because there's already one in the neck near, uh, f- uh, what is it Hay Lane down there is a speed camera yeah. going yeah. towards Studley I think you don't want to implement more speed cameras but you know maybe some warning signs to say slow down and things like that people do take note when they see them pop up yeah I, th- I think they're trying to get some average speed cameras yeah. so that you know if you go down the A435 and you, you know you're clocked yeah and then you emerge at the other side of Studley then and you're clocked again, mm. and then they'll work out just how fast you Yeah, can. yeah, but we, I think I don't think people like this. Uh, you know, people do it's like to drive. Right? Look, we're, you know, there's already enough rules and regulations in this world. You know, we don't need any more. I mean, you got to understand as well. Driving is people's pleasure as well. So, you know, if it's going to be like rules and regulations in everything, it's, we're not going to be able to do anything in this world. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Maybe just enjoy fish and chips. Yeah, why not? Why not? That's great. Theo, you've been a great guest today. And uh, Thank thanks you. for coming in. I no, know thanks. you've got to get back to no. uh, Yeah, yeah. To well, well, a bit later on, yeah. I've got, I've got a few hours off to come in especially for Claire and Ross. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because these fish and chips are absolutely fantastic. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure that... Uh, we try our best. Yeah, you do your best. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Claire is going to enjoy them too. Yes, I'll bring some in uh, when I get back. Definitely. Theo, thanks once again. Thanks also to Claire, who's looked after all our sound and who's done all the re-recording whenever Theo burst into laughter <laughs> and uh, for whenever I, uh, I, I messed up, um, who's also looked after our leisure and we'll see you all next week. My name's Ross Crawford. You've been listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast. 
If you want to get in touch with me, I'm on 01527 That's a direct line. You can email us at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk or ross.crawford at bullivantmedia.com. And don't forget to check up on all your uh, local news and latest news at www.redditchstandard.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.